Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And this week, we review the insufferable movie from 2022, The 355. I really enjoy it. (laughs) Sorry, I laid my cards out on the table there. Because this movie uses the word cyber 100 times. We go to Romance Corner and talk about Jessica Jastain and Sebastian Stan. And I really struggle to get over the script, the MacGuffin, the plot, pretty much everything except for the cast of this movie. We talk about the one scene that doesn't deserve to be so good. And we add a new corner to the show. All this and more on Movies on the Side. Nate, you recommended this movie. We're talking about the 355. And I'm upset. I'm upset, Nate, because you, I think, played this up in our tech conversation. And I think it set my expectations a little too high. And now I'm mad. I'm mad about this movie. No, you under you misunderstood everything. Apparently. I made it very clear that this was back to our roots of oh, lots of movies. Meaning it's... I said this will be great for the podcast. Oh, Not okay. this will be I great see. as a movie. As a movie. I'm sorry if you went into this with, we'll call it, non-Moonfall expectations. <laughs> <laughs> which we need to do Moonfall uh, very soon. Yes, which coming is, up very soon. We have not yes. done a disaster movie in a long time. If I have to spend money, though, to rent Moonfall, then we're doing it wrong. I will cash app you some money. You have to know that Moon. You have to know that Moonfall will be available on a streaming service in perpetuity. We just have to wait for that moment. I want our listeners to know that we are always above board, and there have been, mm. I think, several occasions when I have mm. asked Nate... Do you want to share a login mm-hmm. so we only have to pay for this movie once? Which, you know, it's a business expense. You know, this should mm-hmm. go on our taxes or something. Mm-hmm. And Nate always refuses. Nate refuses to share a password. You hear that, Netflix? Look, I'm not part of the problem. Well. Please don't raise my rate. Please. <laughs> Netflix is sending me emails now of like, hey, come back. and We have great stuff. Like, I literally get emails like that hey, from Netflix. Hey, Ryan Reynolds is here. And then, and then it's like twenty dollars. I'm like Netflix. I'm not gonna pay twenty dollars for your service. Right. Oh, oh, oh! Listen, this is this made me upset too. We're gonna get to the movie in a second. I do feel like if you and I, there, it would feel different. I think if you and I had a shared Mots account for everything, even if it was like, mm. that, wouldn't that feel great? As if we could log in and be like, Ooh, that'd be good. what's Steven been watching? Uh, you know, no, we're never gonna do that. We're not gonna do that because then, <laughs> then you'll never will. <laughs> you will have seen that I streamed Fast Nine recently on HBO Max. Yes, <laughs> that movie also. Is why aren't we ridiculous. going? Why aren't we doing a full sweeping review of the Fast series on this podcast? There's too, there's too many. There's too many. Like That's good content. What the review is? This is Vin Diesel looking stern in a white. Tank top. Yep. That's the, the, those are all the movies. And the, the shirt never gets dirty. He can literally fly across a cliff mm. and crash into the the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. No, not a spot on him. And it's, let me just say, that movie was ridiculous. Steven, do you own any necklaces? Um, No. I mean, I used to wear the Puka Shell necklace in high school, uh-huh. but I don't, I don't own anything. You never right? had a gold chain? I had a gold chain when I was like five. It had a cross on it. <laughs> I'm, I was Puerto Rican. Literally living in Brooklyn, so I think it was kind of required. You, I mean, could I change your tense to say you are Puerto Rican? Well, <laughs> or maybe you were. <laughs> with yes, I, I both was and am. You was, but am. yeah, no, I had that. I had that necklace. I think it was, my grandmother gave it to me. Oh, I forgot, but it was very nice. Great. It was gold. I think one of my kids 
supposedly have it. I'm sure it's lost now. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's where the old Nintendo Switch is, where the lost things go. Oh, yeah, that Nintendo Switch. No, Nate, you're taking me off topic. I want to talk about Netflix for a second, just for like two seconds. Okay, and then we have to go back to the 355. We're going to we get back to 355. dug through Fast 9, which I know is a portal to different conversations. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but Netflix is getting more and more expensive. If you want to watch Netflix in 4K, you have to pay $20 a month which is insane. Just anyway, I saw someone on TikTok. They were like, oh, Netflix raised their prices. You don't have to pay for that. And you can still get Netflix. You go to the Netflix settings and you get the standard definition version of Netflix. And you only got to pay like $7 a month. And the person in the TikTok said, it's the same stuff. And I said, now listen here, you watching the standard definition 480p oh, you're version be, you're gonna be of a, a movie snob about is not the same as uh-huh. watching 4K. Like, I'm sorry. It's not the same. But... If you are watching it on your, like, 2005 Acer, (laughs) I mean, you should not be getting 4K. I mean, if you're watching Netflix on a Chromebook that cost you $150, okay, that's fine. I I totally get it. And listen, I get it. Things are expensive. I'm not trying to shame anybody for for trying to pay less for Netflix. I mean, I get it. I canceled it. I just don't want to pay for it anymore. There are also just things you do not need high definition for. A la, if you're going through Brooklyn Nine-Nine, or you're watching The Office, like... Well, the, I feel like The Office was filmed in, like, <laughs> half standard definition. I'm not even sure. But Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I want to see that in high definition. You want to see every Andy Samberg pour. I <laughs> I do, I do. But anyway, that just made me upset. Netflix is very expensive, so I don't pay for it. Uh, we got to talk about three. Did you watch this movie in uh, 4K? Nate. What movie did we do, Stephen? <sighs> Nate, we did the 355, and to rent, it was $7 to rent or pay for a month of Peacock, the streaming service. See, I get Peacock. You pay for Peacock? I, like, that was a throw-in with another D. A deal. No, oh, no, I have oh, Peacock got through like got a bundle, like Verizon or something. Yeah, I got HBO through AT&T. They all owned by everyone else. It's all it's all a racket, Nate. Okay, so I paid for a month of Peacock to stream this movie, the three five five. There's your Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think it's all on Peacock. <laughs> it is on Peacock. My my avatar for my Peacock account is Captain Holt. I'll just let everybody know. Perfect. The Brooklyn Nine is one of my favorite shows. I'm so mad at this movie, Nate. The 355. Let's just do the Rotten Tomatoes, and then I'm just going to complain about this movie. What do you think critics gave the five? What is the? What even is this title? What is the 355? I don't even know. I saw this whole movie in depth. It was explained. No, it was explained at the very end. So you're probably on your phone by then. But I that's definitely the was. Name 100%. for the secret, the the female secret agent spy in the Revolutionary War that like helped <sighs> out George Washington. That's the three five five. And she, Jessica Chastain, uses the like, hey, back in the day, like there have always been sort of behind the scenes women being baller. Was this during a cheesy voiceover at the end? No, no. I think she tells Sebastian Stan. Okay, spoiler alert there we're not doing a spoiler horn because no, this no. movie does not deserve it because, but <laughs> thank you before she like okay so stop now if you haven't seen it okay so before she poisons the winter soldier she yes. tells him like yeah the 355 exists and i'm like thanks for finally explaining the remember i told you before we need to start explaining movie titles like in the mm. in the, the title card yeah yeah that'd be good uh, they, yeah. they they sandwich that one in right at the very end but that's what it means okay well i mean it's insufferably the way the 355 it's supposed it's supposed to be a mystery and thriller is the supposed genre it's like a lady's Ocean 007, 007 combination. Yeah, that's fine. All right. What is the Rotten Tomatoes, Nate? What do you think critics gave this movie? I want to say critics are like 26. 
Very close. Critics gave it 24%. Mm-hmm. And I will warn you, the audience split is large for this movie. What do you think audiences gave this movie? 68. 86, Nate. <sighs> See, yeah. Okay, okay. Great. I, I'm so excited to talk about this. I need you to I need you to drop half of your anger, <sighs> but keep one half of your anger. Okay, I'll I keep need one to have half. a balanced I do want to apologize. Fair and balanced discussion with Faithful you. listener Anija Forte, I just want to apologize because she said I really like this movie in the mm-hmm. comment of our last Instagram post and I'm I apologize because I'm I'm gonna hammer this movie. This movie's not good. Do you not like this movie, Steven? I don't Is like this, this what I'm kind of getting from you? Nate, the amount of times the words cyber mm. is used in this yes. movie. This is a 2022 movie. This movie came yes. out this year as we review it. Yes. Cyber is not used anymore in yes. relation to anything. There's cyber intelligence, cyber security. The package is, here we go, a data key. A set of cyber tools, exploit kits, worms, ransomware, you name it, that can get into any closed system on the planet. The suite of tools is still out there, and I need your help to track it down. Nate, it's like as if, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say it. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I was going to say it's as if a wrote the script. But they, they said cyber everything. They, Nate, they even, Nate, they even say the dark net. Yes. Not the dark web. They say the dark net. Yes, yes. Nate, the word net has not been used since 2003. Everything about them, like all the dialogue, all the MacGuffin, the MacGuffin is supposedly a USB device that can what? Literally control everything. They're literally making planes blow up in the sky. If they get their hands on this, they could control and destabilize entire city grids, nuclear facilities, world markets, anything from a plane in the sky to the phone in your pocket. It's the size of like a very early Nokia phone. It's basically version six of the Apple TV remote. That's what it looks like (laughs) laying next to these computers. I think it connects via micro USB, not even USB-C. This movie is 2022 and the MacGuffin is, it's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Is is like a gold bar sized piece of tech, not even like a flash drive. Yeah. And the, the guy, I don't even know who the guy, the guy, the young guy was like, I'm the only one in the world that can make this. No one can copy it. It'll delete itself if you try uh-huh. to like. Uh-huh. So this device can access anything on the net. Try and make a copy. It deletes itself. I'm the only one who can make it. This is no, that's that's foolish. You are not the only person in the world who can think this up. And also this thing, like you can't just get on your computer, hit a couple keystrokes and literally blow up a plane. It doesn't work like that. You okay? so you mentioned that maybe this movie was thought up or dreamed up by a (laughs) even though you said I wasn't going to say it. And then you did say it. Yeah, I did say it. That rings so true to me, at least from this standpoint. Yeah. doesn't it feel like a respected elderly person said, hey, we're going to do like a cool, like, remember when we had James Bond movies that were really cool growing up with Sean Connery? Let's make it like, you know, well, I'll write a story for a new one. Right. But you know how technology is so big these days. It's so big. So, <laughs> it's so you know, popular. Like how, you know, People love technology. You know how like cyber, you know how I got hacked like a lot of got times hacked. on Facebook? Got hacked. Like my Facebook my account password. got hacked. Yeah. What if someone could hack all of that stuff? Mm. And then they wrote a script Everything. and then the script is like oh. literally like, so you have like a cartel guy who's like right, dealing, right. I don't know if he's dealing in like 
weapons or something. I don't know. Uh, the most insufferable, like, drug lord mansion. Like, yes, just exactly. Ridiculous. Like, the, the most, like, fill-in, faceless, nameless, like, stereotype of yeah. a, a guy living in a villa down there. Exactly. And then his, like, son comes in the room, like, yeah. his millennial son, which, exactly. again, is, like, how you picture, like, no, this is how it works. He's like, <laughs> Dad, I made something for you. Like, Dad, I, I was in the basement. On my, uh, on my Chromebook. I made a th- I made a thing that where you can steal billions of dollars from any bank you'd like, blow up any plane you want at any moment, and it can literally do anything. Yep. That's not that's not how the internet works. It's not. Uh, and but it does feel like that's how someone thinks the internet works is like, no, it's just some young guy dreams up a thing, has you know, puts it on a device and says, He knows how to use the internet the world's internet. Yeah, he can like send cash to his friends using his phone. Surely you can make something that blows up planes by itself. Yeah, my nephew's really smart. He can do this. He works with computers. And then I'm going to write a script called the 355. But all of this to say that scene is fine because Jason Fleming is in it. And yes, Jason Fleming from League of Extraordinary yeah, Gentlemen League of Extra- and other things. <laughs> that's where I know him from. He's great. He's Jekyll and Hyde. That, that's that's the role that matters. So anyway, the, the technology is insufferable in this movie. Do I, have to, do I have to keep in the line about the Do I have to keep that in? Is that is that insulting to people? I mean, it. I think it is somewhat dismissive and insulting, but it's not like a bad word, I would say. Well... <laughs> <laughs> you can say a lot of things that aren't technically bad words, but are also very well, cruel. It's true. It's true. It's true. I'll have to figure out. How, I'll have to figure out how to. Edit oh, it. It's up to you. You can bleep it out so that people can think that it sounds very dismissive. <laughs> we said something really bad. Yeah, I'm gonna bleep it out. <laughs> I think this is what makes me so frustrated about this movie. Is you look at the cast. Mm. I see Jason Fleming early on. I get excited for that. I didn't even know, but literally the Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan, is in this movie. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Penelope Cruz. Helen of Troy is in this movie. Diane Kruger as one of the main characters. And Jessica Chastain. Lupita Nyong'o. Yes. I think we literally have three Oscar winners. I think so. Jessica Chastain is incredible. Most, I can't, I don't even remember what else I've seen her. I know she's an interstellar. I've seen her in other things. She's in Dark Phoenix. And the reason well. why I know that is because the director <laughs> of this movie has only has produced a ton of hits. But Simon Kinberg has directed only two movies, two full-length movies in his life. Oh. The other one was Dark Phoenix. And apparently while working on that, Jessica Chastain was in there. She brought up to him, hey, why don't we make like a, you know, a female-led super spy thriller okay this explains everything director simon kinberg who directed dark phoenix also directed this movie the 355 i think you loved both of these movies about equally no i will watch dark <laughs> phoenix on repeat because it's oh, an X- okay. because it's an okay. x-man movie yeah, yeah yeah i'm not i don't i'm not saying it's a good movie i'm saying because it's an x-man movie i will watch it but Nick, right. this this movie there are no superpowers in this movie listen all these actors should have been incredible in a quality movie in like a heist mm-hmm. thriller movie like it's got all the right i mean the winter soldier people love the winter soldier jessica Ch- like all these people are great mm-hmm. but they had to say such insufferable lines throughout this mm-hmm. entire movie like jessica chastain literally had to say we can do it the easy way or we can do it the hard way you decide what why why would you give her that line another there line is, another line right. we don't go forward we go back what yes Yes. These lines are terrible, it, Nate. <laughs> it has one of the worst scripts we've seen in a while. Yes. Like, it is amazing actors who at times <sighs> have to yeah. say a, 
line just to get to the next scene as if they had to like reshoot it and be like let's go to venice or yeah or like, <laughs> oh i know yeah one of the lines too was like that cartel guy at the beginning that was trying to tell jason fleming uh, the new drug you know the new drug we have today technology technology what 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 kind of that goes like to the book you sent me about busyness was just making mm-hmm. me upset but anyway that's a, mm. that, that, that's for our book club in the bonus episodes listeners yes. patreon.com slash movies on the side if you'd like to listen to those bonus episodes but anyway this it's just so insufferable it makes me so mad and then there were like this one shot early on where Jessica Chastain is like looking at the mission plan like that they're they're doing. I forget where they are. But there's like this overhead Instagram shot with like bullets kind of carefully placed on a map and you have this like carefully yep. like curated image as the camera pans across this map. I'm like everything is trying too hard. Everything is trying too hard in this movie. You're saying cybersecurity too much. I just can't stand it. Now, let me ask you this, Nate. Yes. I'll, I'll ask you to defend something. Yes. We're going to hit Romance Corner right now because Romance Corner, the beginning of this movie starts out with Jessica Chastain and Sebastian Stan. Yes. That's like this like um, on again, off again, kind of like uh, reluctant couple. I think they're supposed to be mostly off again. She says something like, he goes in to try to kiss her and yeah, she yeah. says, you're my best friend. I don't mm, want to ruin right, it. Right. But then she ruins it. So like what, what is like, <laughs> literally 30 seconds, later. <laughs> literally 30 seconds later. Do you believe anything about this relationship? That's what I want to know. No, no, I don't. It may be <sighs> for a moment. And I don't believe Sebastian Stan ever in this movie. I think Sebastian Stan is maybe playing one of the worst written yes bad guys absolutely yes that i have seen in a movie in a while (laughs) it is sad i mean this man was literally in the infinity war saga he's in a disney plus original show which was pretty good he this movie did him dirty it did him dirty okay It, it did it did it did it did but it is worth talking about because it basically starts with them being together at the CIA? Yes. I don't even know. They're both yeah. agents. They have decent rapport because they're two beautiful people. <laughs> and that's about what they have going for them. We have no story. We have no background on their relationship. We get no insight. They just have one conversation. Yeah, they have one conversation. And then they have like one beginning of a makeout that's filmed like across a desk across the room in a way that goes like, I haven't had much of the feeling of, I do not enjoy these two beautiful people kissing. Please make this it stop. Feels, it, it does. Feels Thankfully, like, stop. It, yeah. And it was just... Nothing felt right. I and mean, here's when I knew it. For that Instagram shot of like the map and the bullets, I was like, this feels weird. Something's off. I, I knew this movie was going downhill. Mm-hmm. But then that first mm. mission where they're trying to like go to this contact who has the MacGuffin, the, the Apple TV remote that can control right. the world. And they're said, so we're on our honeymoon. And then they, that's where Helen of Troy is. And I'm like, okay, she's mm-hmm. in this movie. That's cool. But then that first action sequence where they're both chasing two people for like 10 minutes. Uh-huh. I was like, there's a lot of running, there's a lot of running. There's a lot of like convenient things that happen. And it's like, I know this is a chase scene and I know this is mm-hmm. supposed to be fun action, but I, mm-hmm. I don't like this. Like I don't like it, but I'm not having fun. And Jessica Chastain can apparently like shoot the tail of a squirrel from three miles away, but she also can't stop Helen of Troy from like turning a corn. Like, I don't know. None of it made sense to me. And after that first action scene, I was like, okay, oh. this, this is something. Yes. Yes. So they go this one, they go on this little mission. We, 
see Sebastian Stan run into Jason Fleming. Yeah, Jason Fleming comes Dr. around Jekyll. a corner as Dr. Jekyll. He comes, yeah, he comes around the corner. He's like, hey, I found you. It cuts. We don't see Sebastian Stan for the next hour of the movie. Right. And then the, we're calling the police chief, the, the CIA like director guy was like. Larry Marks, he played died. by John Douglas Thompson. He died. He got shot. And here's the thing. If this was the first movie that I've watched in my life ever, maybe <laughs> I would be fooled by it. But I've seen more than five in my life. Yeah. So. Yeah. Immediately, without showing anything, and with someone just saying, "Hey, a main character died off screen that you never saw," and right. that, right? I, I knew like, immediately. Well, one, obviously, he's not dead. <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously, I knew immediately. Like he is not dead. And then when he didn't pop up for a while, and she didn't like discover him, because One Direction is he is a band, not dead. He's somewhere in a in a, like he's been beat up. Hold on, I, I just need to stop you right there. I don't think you heard me interject a band after you said One Direction. And I just want everybody to hear that that, that was going to be really funny if Nate heard what I said. What, would it have been? You said One Direction. Right, uh, just no, I just said insert a this. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is a gross sounding laugh. That just made me cringe on the inside. Okay, yeah. Yep. So Sebastian Stan, like we all knew okay. he wasn't dead. So, well, and, and then because the director said... He got shot. I saw it myself. Then I go, okay. So he's not even tortured somewhere. He's bad, and so is this director. Like I knew this within ten minutes of the guy saying that. Yeah. Therefore, the whole like great reveal of he's alive and he's bad. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Everyone's bad, and you're on the run. And this is the A team. This is basically right, the A team the- was probably written up <laughs> yeah. during the script of the Liam Neeson's A team. And then just been bounced around Hollywood. Can but just, here we are. Can I just say, Liam Neeson, now that you mentioned that, he apparently did an interview recently where they asked him, would you ever do a TV show? And Liam Neeson said, I like the big screen. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Doing a TV Thank show. Thank you, Liam. Ne- never change, Liam Neeson. <laughs> I will also say that the last three movies Liam Neeson have done, all the movie posters are exactly the same. It's just mm-hmm. him standing in front of what looks like flames holding a gun. Yes. And I don't even, I can't even tell the difference. Like, I don't even know. And it's like the disgruntled postman <laughs> yeah. or the like. Yeah, it's the imposter. You know, he, he's now just playing different like mundane jobs, like the trash collector. Right. That's I, all it is. That's the I, name of the movie. Did I tell you I watched that Ice Road Trucker movie with him? Yes. Oh, so yes. It was so Liam Neeson, but. Okay, here the, his latest movies are Blacklight, The Ice Road, The Marksman, Honest Thief. <laughs> it's just so, yes. it's just. Lovely. I've seen two out of those four. <clears throat> yeah, I have to watch. And you've seen the other two. We were, we're covering all of his career. Yeah. Okay. Oh, back yeah, to this okay. movie and back to Romance Corner for a second. Yeah. Okay. Sebastian Stan, we have we find out is so very 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 bad. He's in a bad this movie. Guy. He's a bad guy. Bad as a person. Bad morally. That's right. And also a bad <laughs> role. Yeah, all the above. Therefore, the the tiny shred of chemistry they had at the beginning is completely gone. But it's not like a fun, like, you hurt me and I'm still wearing the honeymoon ring. Because she does. Right. And they do. But none of that lands. No. Unfortunately. None. And the scene... What do you think about their romance? I can't stand it. And the scene where she sees him alive again later when they're at the party, which, mm-hmm. can I just say, that whole party scene, like, it's supposed to be the James Bond, like dress up in the Mm -hmm. tuxedo scene and there's going to be some action, but there's really some spy stuff going on. Honestly, that whole scene just made me mad because it was like, I know what you're doing movie. And like, I know, like I could see the whole thing happening in front of my eyes and I just, I don't care for it. I feel like that scene 
had some good parts in it. I think Penelope Cruz was great in it as basically someone who should never be on this team because her skills are... She's a psychologist. Psychology. But no, when Jessica Chastain sees Sebastian Stan alive Mm -hmm. for the first time again, she is like, surprise, shock and awe. Right. And it's, it's... Like I've seen a ghost. Yeah, and it was just like, listen, again, I will just say, Jessica Chastain is wonderful. I will. I even think in Dark Phoenix she was great. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it must be the script. I just don't believe anything in this movie. Yes, I, she is like on the verge of tears because she thought Sebastian Stan was dead, and I'm like, you knew he was alive the whole time. You're not surprised by this. Yes. Okay. Let's move to let's move to the cast real quick because, like we said before, this has in many ways an all star cast, and this is probably one of the biggest differences between a trailer that I've seen. And then the movie kind of being not as great. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you were to just watch the 355 movie trailer, which I did when it first, I mean, before it got released, I said, mm-hmm. yes, this is for me. Sure. It has the shot of them walking into the party in their like long dresses, right, but they're, you right. know, super spies. Right. Awesome. Sure. sure. And then it has a, this beautiful, iconic shot of the three of them. I believe Diane Kruger, Jessica Chastain, and Lupita Nyong'o, like, all holding up guns, and the camera swirls around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they're back to back to back, and it's like... It's like that bullet time rotation. Yeah. yes, I'm into it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Penelope Cruz is in it? Great. Oh, Sebastian Stan is in it? Great. But maybe this is a script thing. There's just something about their chemistry together as a team that doesn't work. For example... Mm. Jessica Chastain and Lupita are supposed to be like old friends Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they have a little bit of like, Hey, we know each other chemistry. And then Jessica Chastain and Diane Kruger are supposed to be like frenemies who you're like, they try to kill each other through most of this movie. And then when they work together, you're supposed to be like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, this is great. They're working together. And then Penelope Cruz is around because, you know, she has a family wants to keep them safe, which we'll talk about that scene in a second. Mm, Yeah. What did you think about their team chemistry, their their lady super soldier, super spy team? Did you feel any chemistry between them? I guess I will say, yeah, I like the adversarial nature of like Jessica Chastain and Diane Kruger. At first, you know, they were obviously like literal against each other at the beginning. Then there's like this slow getting to know each other and then they respect each other. So I like that was fine. The last fight scene you know, they're looking out for each other. They're watching each other's back. Like, it's mm-hmm. f- fine. I will always love somebody throwing a, a clip to another person. Like, that oh, will never yeah, not good. be fun. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Their chemistry as a team, I guess, is maybe one of the better parts of this movie. It's just the problem is the chemistry then has to be held by the script, which, mm. like, just makes every scene <laughs> make me want to throw something at the TV. Uh, yeah, may- maybe we're really getting to the... The real crux of this whole movie is that maybe with a better script, this movie could have been like three times better. Because just like the situations people find themselves in, like right before the final fight scene, Sebastian Stan did terrible things. We'll talk about the bad scene. And then they're like, all right, now we got to go get him. And then Jessica Chastain's like, oh, look, there's a closet in this apartment with one million guns and we can just load up here. It's like, wow, that's so convenient. I can't believe now, it. Now, Stephen, hold on a second. <laughs> I think world? you're letting your emotions get the better of you because... What, everybody's got a closet I like that? I guarantee you that I'll there are movies you. that you absolutely love where The Rock f- comes across <laughs> an absolute treasure trove of guns and you go, yes, please, 
I don't care if it's convenient. So I want to say, yeah, sure. Okay. You give a lot of leniency to a lot of action movies for convenient gun placement. <laughs> I think you, but by this point in time in the movie, you have been hurt by. I would like <laughs> the cybernet. I was I was hurt by the cyber talk. I would also like to add a new corner to this show, which is convenient gun placement corner. <laughs> I think whenever a movie All right, has good. a convenient gun, I think we should uh, hit that. But. Yes, I think, listen, and I'll be honest, by this point in the movie, I was just so mad. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was half watching it. I'll be, I'll be real. Because, oh, okay. you know, it's just. That's why you didn't get, get the title of the movie. <sighs> you were already out by then. I think, yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay, well, let's talk about, let's talk about action for a second. Because I do think there was a couple fun action scenes in this movie. There were also a couple times where it was like, bad guy, please wait to be hit kind of yes choreography yes, yes. <laughs> there of was course. a lot of that let me say a few things uh-huh. diane kruger lupita even bing bing fan who plays lin mi Sheng, yeah they have your pronunciation has been on point this episode i just want to point that out you have been <laughs> you literally have been killing it i'm not even kidding you, you've had <laughs> thank great you. pronunciation thank you thank you yeah you are okay so i do feel like there's a, a great amount of athleticism i have to say here and then i'll never say it again because i love jessica chastain sure there is something about when she does not have a stunt double mm. doing her moves. Mm. There are a couple very unathletic punches that Jessica Chastain throws that I did have the thought of Diane Kruger pulled this off a lot better. And you guys are kind of similar characters. I'm not sure if mm. I needed both of you in here. Mm. I'm just saying that was my like one negative to it. Which, by the way, Diane Kruger was brought into this movie. It was originally going to be Marion Cotillard from Inception as the French wait a minute. agent. Who is that? She would have been excellent. Oh, wait a minute. We have to hit Accent Corner because there's <laughs> she is French because it took me a long time to figure out that accent. She's German? No, no, no. But in the movie. But in the movie. I thought she speaks French and German. Well, okay. But just tell me. I mean, how did you feel about the accents? Like her, her accent throughout the movie. Wasn't bothered by it at all. <laughs> There's too many other terrible things about this movie. Everyone else, yeah. I wasn't bothered by it at all. Lupita sounded great with her British accent. Yeah, she sounded great. But yeah, the Helen of Troy accent. I I was really trying to clock what she's supposed to have. I I think I, yeah, I just think I didn't spend a lot of time, which is unusual for me. Didn't spend a whole lot of time trying to figure that out. Yeah, well, there's too many cybersecurity uh, talk. I never knew he could speak Russian. I didn't know those men were KGB, but I knew they were bad. I do have to say this one thing, going back to action for just a second. Sure, sure, sure. The one move that I absolutely loved in this movie, it is like one thing, and it was maybe the coolest thing in this movie, was Diane Kruger walking through the fish market. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, knocks a dude on the head, and while continuing to walk, opens up a f- ice fish tank. Yeah, and covers, the, covers the dude she just <laughs> knocked out. That was pretty good. I would have liked it good. better if no one else clocked that. And it was like no one knew that there was a guy under all that right, ice. Right, until I thought that was a cold <laughs> move. Ooh. And I mean that figuratively. Pun intended. Pun intended. Yes, yeah. yes, that, yes. No, that was a good move. Okay, but now you tell me. You, we were texting as I was watching this movie because I was already uh-huh. complaining about it. Yes, yes. And you said... Well, what about that one scene where that's yes, really sad? Yes. 
And I said, I don't think I've gotten to that scene yet, but I'll let uh-huh. you, I'll let you know. And then this is one scene where Sebastian Stan has his cronies basically have all these people's friends and family at gunpoint, except Jessica yes. Chastain, to which Sebastian Stan is like, I'd uh, have someone at gunpoint for you, but you have no friends or family. So <laughs> I was like, that's okay. That's a dig. Yep. But I get that that is supposed to be an emotional scene. And he just like coldly uh-huh. kills several of the people in these people's lives. But also, I don't know. Like, I didn't believe he was that cold, nor was I super sad. Oh, man. You and I had very different reactions to that scene. Because, and again, I was on a, a, I was on a plane at like 30,000 feet. So you know how the oxygen, the oxygen hits the oxygen different. Gets you. Yeah, exactly. I give this comparison. Remember the Overboard movie? How the scene where the guy's in the, in the limo driving away from the little girl and she's yes. biking down the road chasing after him? The movie didn't earn that scene. Yes. This is exactly that for this movie. Yeah. I don't think this movie deserved this scene. This scene, it goes from being like, this is a popcorn flick spy thriller to, oh, there are killing family members but here's the thing in front of them like lupita's boyfriend done yeah i mean that was sad i guess but penelope cruz had her two kids and husband at gunpoint Uh i knew 100 they were not going to shoot that family like i just knew it i would have thought that they weren't going to shoot the lupita's boyfriend either yeah he was a side enough character can i just say Penelope Cruz is 48 years old. Can you believe that? Looks fantastic. I just, I can't believe that. But anyway, okay. Yep. I just, but because I knew, like, I just told myself, like, they're not going to shoot anybody in that family. Like, I just know it. And then my, my prediction was confirmed. I wasn't sure. Because this movie, oh, <laughs> like, it's a very, very intense scene as they basically have guns to their head and it's like, I'm going to start killing your family if you don't tell me where the Nokia phone is that has all of the cyber (laughs) secrets. The Nokia phone, that's exactly right. But that's fine, I'll give you that. I mean, it's not totally unreasonable to be somewhat affected by it and then i mean at that scene then you were like well then you really hate this sebastian stan character like before that he was just like a greedy guy and now it's like oh you're killing dudes and you're about to like kill kids yeah like well you you must you should not survive this movie speaking of which should we rate this movie nate uh yes i think we should how does this movie end again Remind me. They, they poison Sebastian to, Stan they po- and they say... But not kill him. They don't, they don't kill, kill him. him. They say you're going to spend the rest of your life in Siberian prison or something. Cyber jail. Cyber jail. <laughs> and then Jessica Chastain disappears when a bus drives across screen. Like she literally just poofs, disappears. A-team. Yeah. Nate, on a scale of zero to five Nokia phones, whatever the MacGuffin mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. Apple TV remotes... Mm-hmm. I give this movie one and a half. Mm. I feel like one is just a little too low because, again, this is a wonderful cast, but I cannot justify any higher. I don't think anyone should pay to see this. Oh. Maybe wait till it comes on a streaming service you already pay for. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Peacock. Yeah. Don't rent it for $7. Maybe you already have Peacock. Everyone check Maybe your... Maybe you already have it. Maybe <laughs> you, everyone check your yeah, internet. <laughs> check your subscriptions. Maybe you're already paying for it. But I'm going to give it one and a half. What do you give this movie? I'm going to give it two. Oh, okay. I'm glad. <laughs> it's reasonable here's here's why yeah i think it has man i would love to see this movie done well i was rooting for this movie to be great and i think you wouldn't even have to change the cast exactly the same cast different script different MacGuffin, 
and like a little bit more elegant storytelling. Yeah. So basically, make a better movie. Make a with the same people though. Same people with the same people. Like if someone were to say a different director were to say like I'm gonna just pick this group up and do a sequel that's kind of a soft reboot. Mm-hmm. I would still watch it. I, yeah, maybe I change the name of it. I don't quite you know the three five five doesn't really like no it doesn't mean anything. sing to me. But like. I think this is great. I think Sebastian Stan could be a good villain, could be like a good like, oh, you didn't realize he was bad the whole time or whatever. It could be, you know, I found the A-Team fun and I feel like this movie could be the A-Team, mm-hmm. but for cyber with stuff. this cast. Yes. So for cyber stuff. So anyway, I think it's good. I would have introduced a new, some uh, new characters in my in my soft reboot yeah but yeah maybe with a better script this could have been good but i actually think the scene of them <laughs> shooting family members uh was actually like really lupita's acting in that scene like the tear that runs down her face and the kind of like that's a killer you broke tear. me and yeah. i'm coming f- like coming for you yeah, yeah, yeah is like that's some good face acting so yeah that scene in and of, of itself is like a pretty great acting session, maybe minus Sebastian Stan. So it's a mm, two. Yeah. You think this movie would have been better with Michael Caine in it as like the secret agent surrogate father figure? <laughs> I think Michael Caine being the person that they run into who has a boatload of guns for them to take on their oh, final mission would have been, would have been a nice little cameo spot. Can I just say Michael Caine is on Twitter and he tweets the nicest things? Hello. He just, he says, just says hello. He says hello. And then he says, "Good night, my sweet ones." <laughs> those have been the last. Those have been his last two tweets in the last three days. And you respond, "Good night, Papa." I just, I, I love it. it's so good. Okay, anyway, listeners, let us know what you thought. Anaja, I apologize, I didn't like this movie, but you can comment why you love it. Our Instagram is at movies on the side. We post every week what movie we're watching, and then when the review is up, when you can listen to the episode, and if you like to hear our bonus episodes. <laughs> Today we talked about the melody for the ABCs. All the way to what? What did we get to, Nate? What was the other? We got all the way to uh, the Lorax self rapturing DIY rapture. That's the title of that bonus episode. If you would like to hear that, you should subscribe to our bonus episodes. The price has gone down. You can support the show on Apple Podcasts for just two fifty a month, and you get all the back bonus episodes, the entire back catalog. Or you can support us on Patreon.com/slash Movies on the Side for any amount. You can access the bonus episodes there. And if you haven't yet, we would appreciate a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. And as we always say, that's what we do, right? We put ourselves in danger so that others are not. We all look different, speak different, but we are the same. We are the world. I need a little con- bongo to do that. We are the children. The final line between Mace, which... Man, I think I would give you like $100 if you could name the character name of three of the people in this movie. Oh, I know. If I didn't have IMDb up, I wouldn't She know. says, hey, Marie, bye. And Marie turns around and says, I doubt it. <laughs>